Hallelujah. Amen. Can you do it better to the Lord? Amen. Peace and many blessings. Uh, I would want to thank the pastor, the senior pastor, and the leadership of the church for giving me the opportunity to share this short exhortation. As always, my exhortations are very short. Yeah. And so that's what I was cheering gracefully on to keep going, to keep going. <laughs> Hopefully, when I'm blessed with the anointing of Reverend Dennis, you know, we can go five hours and still ask for more. Amen. Yeah. I shared um, a large part of this exhortation um, at the youth all night, but I believe it will still be a blessing to you this evening. Amen. The title of my exhortation is Let the Seed Remain. The scripture reading is from the book of Mark chapter 4, verse 26 to 28. And I read, Then he said, Then he said, The kingdom of God is like a man who throws a seed on the ground. Verse 27, And he goes to bed at night and gets up every day. And in the meantime, the seed sprouts and grows. How it does this, he does not know. Verse 28, The earth produces crops by itself. First the blade, then the head of the grain, then the mature grain in the head. Amen. What does the ground represent in the parable? It is your heart. What is the seed being thrown? It is the word of God. The farmer sowing the seed could be a pastor, could be a preacher, a prophet, could be yourself when you study the word of God. Even as I'm speaking to you right now, I'm spreading the seed. Hallelujah. An important thing to note from the scripture is that without the seed, there can be no fruit. And this applies to the word of God. Without the word, there can be no miracle or change in your life. Our hearts were created by God to bring forth fruits when its word is planted in them. Just as a seed has to remain in the ground over time to germinate, so the word of God has to abide and remain in us, in our hearts. Jesus said in John chapter 15 verse 7, If you remain in me and my words remain in you, you will ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you. Unfortunately, most of us plant the wrong seeds and expect a result from God. If you don't put a mango seed in the ground, do not expect to reap a mango fruit. And so it's the same with a tomato seed and an orange seed. If you don't plant an orange seed or a tomato seed, you don't expect to reap an orange or tomato fruit. Amen. In the same way, if the word of God is not planted in your heart, if it is not sown in your heart, where you hold fast unto it, nurture it, believe it, never let go of it, you will not reap its results. What would happen if you planted a seed in your garden and then dug it up every each morning to see if anything was happening? If you would die, it would die and never produce fruit. You have to have faith that the seed is doing what God created it to do. Some people put God's word in their hearts for a day or two. But if they don't see the fruit almost immediately, they dig it up 
They dig up the seed through their words and actions and wonder why it didn't work. For instance, you come to church on Sunday, you listen to powerful message from Reverend Dennis, and you are convicted, you are encouraged, and then you go home. When you go home, the situation is still the same, nothing has changed, and then you throw the word away. You come for communion service, you are fired up after the service, you are encouraged, you are blessed, but when you leave, the situation is still the same, no money, no food, still the same need. Everything is like, nothing has changed. Things have even become worse. And so what do you do? You say it doesn't work. And then you put it away. This last week, we had a Kingsman's week. I believe most of us were impacted. Some of us were blessed. We, we received so much. But in a week's time, in a month's time, what is going to happen? Are you also going to throw the seed away? When you do the things I just described, what is happening? Each time a seed is sown, you dig it up and then you wonder why it hasn't worked. You have to leave the seed or the word in the ground, in your heart, over time to develop. Ladies and gentlemen, there is nothing wrong with the word. The Bible says in Hebrews chapter 4 verse 12a that the word of God is live and effective. I don't know what word or seed has been planted in your heart tonight or the past week, but I want to implore you that if you do not see a physical manifestation of the word in a day or two, in a week or in a month's time or in a year's time, don't dig up the word. Rather, hold fast onto the word. Cleave onto it. Never doubt it. And in the fullness of time, you will see its manifestation. Amen. When you let the seed remain in your heart, there are different stages of growth. In Mark chapter 4, verse 28, it says, First the blade, then the head of the grain, then the mature grain in the head. Most of the time, God will not give you the mature grain in the head if you haven't seen the first blade. For instance, you have never believed God to heal you of a headache or a common cold, and yet you want to believe him to heal you of cancer. You have never believed God to provide you with one Ghana CD, 20 CDs, 5 CDs, but you want to believe him for a 100,000 Ghana CD or a 50,000 Ghana CD. This is precisely the reason most people don't see God's best come to pass in their lives. They think that since God loves them, he will just grant their request regardless of whether they've put the miracle of the seed to work or not. God has done his part. He has given us the word. For instance, Jesus does not give us money directly. Deuteronomy 8.18 says that the Lord gives us power to get wealth. Ladies and gentlemen, the power is in his promises, which is the word. As we plant these promises in our hearts, the truth of his word germinates and prosperity comes. Someone may ask, what about the person who is terminally ill or going through a difficult moment? And needs help urgently. Yes, you can still receive healing, deliverance, and miracle without planting God's word in your heart. It comes through the prayers of others with the spiritual gifts, such as the gifts of miracles, gifts of healing, as found in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 9. But it's not God's best for you. You do not have to wait for the person with the gifts of working miracles. 
or healing to come to town, to come to CFCC, to come during the men's week or the youth week before you receive your deliverance. You should never be too proud to ask, yes, for help. You should never be too proud to ask for help. But a proper way, for instance, to get healed is to take God's promises of healing, plant them in your heart until they release their life-giving power into your physical body. If you plant God's word in your heart and allow the seed to remain, to germinate, and the plant to grow to maturity, the f- you will definitely reap the fruits of the harvest. And that is God's best for you. Amen. Shall we be upstanding for prayer? I just want you to close your eyes right now. And just begin to reflect. And I want you to make this prayer unto God. I don't know what you have been believing for in your life. I don't know what you need that you've been believing for. And I'm sure you've received, some of us have received prophecies upon prophecies. They've laid hands, the number of hands that have been laid on our heads, so many. But it seems as though the word of God is a lie. I want to assure you on two things. Number one, that God knows you by name. Number two, that the Bible says that was Psalm 138 verse 2. That God has exalted his word above his name. Even the name, at the mention of the name, that every knee bows and every tongue confesses. God says, I've lifted my word above that name. So I want you to pray that God help me that my faith will not fail. That I'll keep holding on to your word. That I'll keep trusting in your word. That I'll not let go of your word. Begin to pray. Lord, help me. Lord, help me. Lord, help me. Take absolute control in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. The word that has been planted. So many of us, we, so, much, so many words have been planted in our hearts. And it's as though because we, we are not seeing any change, we want to throw the word away. We want to give up on the word. We want to just forget about it. But I want you to pray. Is it a child that you are believing for? What is the need that you have? I want you to pray that God help me that my faith will not fail. That I will keep trusting in your word. That I will keep believing in your word. Secondly, I want you to pray that any weed that is that that, that is all competing with the word, any weeds of doubt, bitterness, anger, unforgiveness, that want to pull down the word, prevent it from growing, from maturing in your heart. Pray that the Holy Spirit will help you to deal with them. Pray that the Holy Spirit will help you to, to cut them out of your heart in the name of Jesus. Lord, I give you my heart. 
I give you my soul. I live for you alone. Every breath that I take, every moment I'm awake. Lord, have your way in me. My heart, I give you my soul. I live for you. I live for you alone. Every breath that I take, every moment I'm awake. Oh, your prayer this evening that no matter what you see when you go back home, no matter what you see when you go back to the office you still trust in God's word you still believe in his word you still hold on to his word and never let go the Lord for tonight thank you Lord thank you Jesus